Well, this is Pastor Rick Bowen. I want to welcome you again to The Prophetic Angle right here on your podcast platform. And it could be one of seven different platforms you're listening on. Or you may have jumped over here from Getter or Truth Social or even Facebook. Um, I'm still on Facebook. Don't know how much longer I'll be there. I've been saying that for probably over a year now. And there's been times I thought I'd be gone by now off of Facebook, but... That's where a lot of people are, and I don't know if they're going to move or not eventually, but I've been trying to signal that one day I won't be on Facebook. And if you are one of those that's uh, wanting to follow me and you're on Facebook, well, then you're going to have to follow me elsewhere because of all the reasons that you probably already know about with that particular platform. At any rate, we're here, and you're here, so obviously you have found me here on this podcast platform, and we're ready for the next podcast episode. I'm going to call it Masquerade. Now, you could call it Disguises, and the reason why this has come to me, and there's so many things I could talk about. In fact, let me just say this real quick. Uh, Here it is, March the 19th, 2022, and between now and the end of April, and then throughout the rest of the spring and even the summer, you're going to see some of the most astounding things come to the fore. Uh, Some people are not going to be able to handle the information. They're going to live in denial. That is if they can even psychologically stomach what is about to take place, not to mention spiritually. So um, the best thing you can do is get close to God and stay there. Of course, that's always been the case, but these days more so than ever. So there's any number of things I could talk about, and hopefully, as I've said in other episodes, I will get to some of those, and hopefully more frequently than I have been so far. But today I want to talk about masquerade. Uh, Here's the reason I want to talk about it. First of all, it's a very biblical subject that disguises are used throughout the Bible for Various reasons. Usually it's deceive. It's to deceive somebody. It's to make them think that the person that has the disguise is somebody other than themselves. And if it's a good disguise, it usually works. Um, Once in a while, I've found a few places where a good person disguised themselves for a an apparently a good reason. Well, for instance, Jesus. He disguised himself, or at least let's just say he wasn't recognized after his resurrection by Mary in the garden outside the tomb because she thought he was the gardener until he addressed her and she heard his voice. And we could speculate as to why that was the case. Maybe he had a head covering, you know, he maybe had obscured his face somehow, um, and he just let her suppose he was the gardener initially. Uh, We could try to figure that out. I don't know if anybody knows the exact reason, but he did reveal himself to her, and she recognized him and called him Rabboni, which means uh, great master or great teacher. So then... On the road to Emmaus, not too long later, same day actually, I believe it was, um, Jesus appeared to 
to the disciples that was leaving Jerusalem, going to Emmaus, and walk with them for some time before they realized who he was. So again, either his resurrected body was so uniquely different in appearance that they had a hard time zeroing in on on who he was, or he somehow obscured himself on purpose for a while. I don't think he was wearing a mask or anything like that. He just let them think what they thought until he again revealed himself to them. So, yeah, when Moses came off the mountain the one time, remember they put a veil over his face? But they knew it was Moses, but they couldn't stand to look at him. So, yeah, there was Moses... uh, his face was covered up on purpose to, <laughs> so they could stand to uh, be around him because he had the presence of God emanating uh, from his um, face and they could not stand to look at him. But most of the time in the Bible when we see a disguise, for instance, 2 Corinthians eleven fifteen, so it is no surprise if his servants speaking of the devil, also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. For such, in verse 13, men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. In other words, they pretend to be uh, Christ's apostle. They don't wear a mask or anything. They just, uh, figuratively, they wear a mask because they pretend to be something they're not. They don't, they don't go down to the party store and get a mask. So that's not the point. And you can find numerous places. Here's 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen. So it's right here in the same context. No wonder even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So here we see, and we can continue to read, um, deception is used for for. Uh, making the person think that that they were somebody other than who they really were. Um, now, here's one thing that's very interesting, and it will segue into my point. First Kings twenty two thirty, and the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, "I will disguise myself and go into battle, but you wear your robes." And the king of Israel disguised himself and went into battle. So. Here, the purpose in battle was to be able to fight and not be slain because of who he was. Now, it didn't always work that way, and I don't think it worked that way in this case. But my point from reading that scripture without going into the context, I'm not teaching on any of these particular scenarios. You understand, but my point is that when there's warfare... There are tactics and stratagems that are employed, and one of those is deception because you're trying to get the upper hand on the enemy and vice versa, and so there are various roles that are played, various deceptions that are employed and justified, and we're not going into all the different discussions of what's justifiable or not. But if you, for instance, if you go to Ukraine right now and you have factions that are fighting, you have the Russians, you have the Ukrainian army, you have different factions other than those two main 
entities that are fighting. And some are uh, various Nazi factions. So um, when they are fighting, and of course we're talking about a kinetic war where there's lots of uh, explosions, uh, rifles, uh, cannons, missiles, bombs, uh, carnage, and collateral damage, the various factions that are trying to get the upper hand or the entities that are fighting, the primary entities, will use whatever techniques they need to to get the upper hand and win the battle. And that includes disguises or masquerading as somebody else, if necessary, to deceive the enemy. So again, we could talk about the ethics of this and which kinds of war this would be acceptable or not as far as the Bible is concerned. But you see that it did happen in the Bible to some extent. There were <clears throat> instances where the king went into battle. He didn't want everybody to know he was a king, so he would put on a disguise. And that way he could still participate. And his thought was, well, he wouldn't be killed because they would just think he was just somebody else, especially if he was at a distance. Okay, we could discuss that ad nauseum, but let's move on. Here we are today. We don't know who sometimes is playing what role. For instance, I'll just go ahead and get specific. Um, Mike Pence, just to be specific, is a man that for all practical purposes, it appeared, had the option of sending the electoral votes uh, back to the states instead of putting them before Congress for certification because of the questions that were apparent pertaining to fraud. But he didn't do it. So I'm not going to discuss that ad nauseum either, except to say because he didn't do it, he has been villainized. And maybe you and me at times, if not still, think that we don't have as high an opinion of him as maybe we did at one point because he didn't do this, and that was part of the reason why uh, Donald Trump was sent packing. Okay, but now that we have had some of the dust settle and we look back on the scenario, there are those that say, no, he was playing a role in this great chess match, in this great battle, and the reason being is that these people that are corrupt had to be pushed out into the open. And that, so now we're seeing more corruption this last year. Uh, it's been over a year now. We're seeing more corruption this past year or so than we ever dreamed was part of our government. Okay, so in other words, according to this theory, he wore a mask and still is until such a time as the big reveal happens of what actually took place and it's uh, reversed. He's playing a role. So do I believe that? Don't know. Don't know if I do or not. I mean, I could see how that could be the case. Another man that has been villainized 
and some say, no, 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 he's playing a role, is William Barr. William Barr, um, who was the attorney general under Trump and did not um, follow through, comprehensively at least, with his discussion on fraud in the election and uh, since then and recently has come out with a book, I believe, that has pretty much uh, maligned Donald Trump, his former boss. And it all looks like that William Barr is a turncoat and a betrayer. Okay, that's what it looks like because that's the role he's playing if it's a role. And I'm saying if it's a role because there are those that say no. William Barr is playing his role. Jeff Sessions is playing, playing his role. Mike Pence is playing his role. Are all three of them playing a role um, that is actually going to turn out to be good in the scheme of things? I don't know. I can see the argument. And when it's all said and done, those are just three names of per, per, possible role players that may be actually what people are terming white hats, but they're playing a role in order to push the corruption and the corrupt people out into the open so that justice can prevail. Okay, I understand the concept of revealing corruption. I understand the concept of getting the bad players out in the open, on record, as having uh, committed treason or whatever the crime would be, and treason being maybe the worst, understand that, and in order to do that, there has been some role. There has been some role playing. So, so there's been disinformation. Part of this masquerading, this disguising, has been disinformation. And in the Ukraine-Russian conflict right now, there is a lot of disinformation coming out from both sides, and it's hard for us people that sit here, thousands of miles removed from this and not believing our government now after they've proven they're distrustful to trust anybody almost. It's, it's hard to know who to believe, who's playing a role, who's just lying, and who is telling the truth. So that's, that's a very uh, much of a conundrum that, that we find ourselves with. So the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul says, prove all things and hold fast that which is good. So some things will be proven in time. You know the adage, time will tell. And that's true. So somebody says, well, I'll wait and see. And, and, and that's what I encourage you to do. I encourage you to, uh, you know, James says, be slow to speak, quick to hear, slow to wrath. So, if we are calculated about our assessments, then we're going to be better off. Instead of jumping to conclusions, and I say jump into concussions, because <laughs> if you jump head first, especially with no helmet, you're going to get a concussion. A lot of people, they impugn others too quickly. They, they don't find out what's the big picture of what's happening here. And so I have been careful uh, who I come out against and who I come out for, especially after having a knee-jerk uh, reaction in the past or having 
leaned in one direction just because somebody stood on the Republican platform uh, assuming that they had to be good or better than the, the Democratic choice. A lot of times they were, but they certainly weren't who they seemed to be, and we could call names there because there's lots of masquerading, lots of people partying, lots of people wearing masks, literally and figuratively. There are a lot of people that are duplicious. That means that they talk out of both sides of their mouth. They, they're playing both Roles are double agents. It's it's very difficult. That's why we need the Holy Ghost and the Word of God, and we need the church, and we need a pastor, and we need accountability so that we can have the best possible scenario where we can come to the right conclusion. And I know everybody's opinionated. You know, you want to like who you want to like, you want to not like who you not want to like, you want to, you know, whoever the... And if you're still listening to the mainstream news media, I don't know if you're going to have much chance of knowing the truth. Because these are people that can't even decide if a male is a male and a female is a female. So, you know, how can they tell you the truth about anything else? They're the most fundamental things in life are skewed or um, distorted, perverted, then how can you know if they're telling you the truth about it? And that's just one example. They can't even decide if a, if a human is a human until it's born, and then now they've decided it may not even be uh, you know, a viable human being after birth. I mean, there's a lot of things going on that people are so messed up with. So this role-playing, back to the role-playing, I'm just saying that even Donald Trump, who I believe, if you're listening to this, more than likely you believe that he is a legitimate president, and I do, but that doesn't mean that everything he says, I mean, he's calculating on what he says too, and he, he plays roles at times to keep, the other side from um, getting the upper hand. And I could pick out several things he said or done that I believe he purposefully is misleading the uh, mainstream media and those that don't really know what he's all about. Not that I do, you understand. (laughs) But I'm just saying that this masquerading is something that Human beings have done uh, since the fall, and once in a while, especially in warfare, there may be a legitimate reason to not play your whole hand. I mean, that's why, you know, I mean, I hate to use this uh, analogy, but when you've got a, a, a hand of ca- a card hand and you're looking at it you don't want that person you're playing against seeing your hand you don't play your hand before uh prematurely you and you know that's why people use and again pardon the expression but they use the term poker face because when you're playing a table game of any kind really and you're trying to win and part of the uh, objective is to not play your hand prematurely so that you can Um, surmise what the enemy or the other player is doing. And so there's a lot of uh, masquerading going on there, a lot of disguising going on there, figuratively speaking at least, and with the face, the facial expressions. So I'm just saying to you uh, that 
I'm not recommending that that is what you do as a general rule, because I don't recommend it. I believe you should be, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. <clears throat> but when it comes down to warfare, um, there may be some times when you must conceal um, information that could damage, say, for instance, your family or uh, your own reputation or um, even your brother or sister in Christ. The Bible said that he that um, loves covers a multitude of sin, which means that you protect one another. You don't hang each other out to dry. That doesn't mean you... That does not mean that you um, encourage sin. No, no, no. You expose the unfruitful works of darkness. Uh, but at the same time, if your brother or sister is trying to grow and they're struggling and they're and maybe they've fallen and they can't get up and you help them up and then they, they've got an injury, now they're trying to recover from that injury, you don't... Um, kick them while they're down. You, you help them back up. And you don't necessarily reveal to the general public or even make it widespread known what, what, what happened, what, what occurred in their life. You uh, keep that in a small circle of accountability, which may be you and them, and maybe you and them and the, a pastor, it may be you and them and a, and a relative, maybe you and them and a friend, but you don't broadcast that you keep that under wraps so that person can have a healthy environment in which to recover now, i think you understand that and the bible put puts that out so i've kind of meandered around with this idea a little bit and uh we've talked about your relationship with your brother and sister in christ your your relationship with your personal family your personal reputation warfare um politics, and the Bible. And of course, now deception is a whole, whole different thing. Generally, deception would be a bad thing. But again, when you're in warfare or you're playing a table game or you're protecting somebody, you don't have to f be a liar, but you don't have to tell everything you know either. Okay? So, yeah, each, each of these areas could be discussed till the cows come home. But I think you can see in the broader sense that there's a lot going on in the world and we don't always know who is who. We know some people are evil because they've proven it. Others, we, we think, well, are they who we thought we were? they were? And maybe they are, maybe they aren't, maybe we won't know for a while. And then some, we are, you know, we are uh, behind and uh, 100%. So I think a lot of times we have to, to discern um, who we're dealing with and make a decision based on discernment and confirmation with those who we do trust. And then leave the rest up to God because time will tell about some of these people that are disguising and masquerading and playing a role. I hope that's helped you today. It's certainly an interesting topic. 
But I have talked uh, now going on 24, 25 minutes. So, Father, I pray that you'd help us to buy the truth and sell it not, to be real, to be people of integrity and character, but also to know that there are times when we need to not tell everything we know to just anybody. The Bible says don't cast your pearls before swine. Don't get that which is holy to the dogs. Um, and so we know that there's room for discretion. So discretion is not necessarily the same thing as deception, but it certainly gives us the impetus to refrain from spilling all the beans uh, in every context. And so we see that Jesus did this uh, temporarily, at least, after he came out of the grave. And uh, right now he's concealed in the heavens, but we have the Holy Spirit, his spirit in us until he's revealed in the revelation of Jesus Christ, the last book of the Bible and the second coming of the Messiah. So help us to know the distinction between evil deception and proper protocol and behavior when it comes to any kind of human interaction, even the sad scenario of warfare. And that warfare right now is an informational warfare in a lot of places. And um, we need to be cautious about what is involved and how we are to involve ourselves and how we perceive what has transpired. In the meantime, we trust you for the outcome, and uh, we will know no man after the flesh, just like the Bible says, but we will only uh, allow our intimate uh, knowledge to be a spiritual one in as much as we possibly can with the help of the Holy Ghost. And we'll give you the praise and the honor in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoy that. We'll talk to you again soon. God bless.